0: Welcome, everybody, to an edition of the 2023 version of the Passball Show 30-1 to MLB Countdown Previews. Um, If you're not so familiar with how this works, I've been doing this for the past 12 years. I play around with the over-unders that are put out there from Las Vegas. Uh, prior to the beginning of a given season. And then I say, hey, where do I think they're right? Where do I think they're wrong? Where do I have a little more belief or less belief in when it comes to the experts and the gamblers? And then I compile a winning total for each of the 30 MLB teams. And then I total them up, who has the most, who has the least. And then I rank them from 30 to one. 30 being the team with the least amount of wins and one with the team with the most amount of wins. The team I'm talking about today is a team that was in the World Series last year, and that's the Philadelphia Phillies, the team that has been in the World Series in the years of 1915, 1950. 30 years later, in 1980, they won the World Series. They were back in in 1983, losing to the Orioles. In 1993, they lost to the Blue Jays. They won the World Series in 2008, lost the World Series in 2009 to the Yankees. And, of course, more, most recently, in 2022, dropped the tough series to the World Series champion, Houston Astros. This is a team that's been its inception. was the year of 1883, when they were known as the Philadelphia Quakers they've been known as the Phillies since 1890 and actually went from the years of 1883 to 1980 of 100 uh, I'm sorry 97 years before finally winning their first World Series championship in 1980 that to me I think they they stole the offseason by signing Trey Turner I think there are few players out there in regards to free agency or that could have been traded for this past offseason that are more dynamic and more set to take off this year with the change of the stolen base rules with pitchers holding runners on first base, you can only make two throws over. Trey Turner's gonna have a field day. I could see him stealing 60 bases easy this year. We'll see how it ends up working out. If you're a fantasy baseball fan, you know, you, you may not be as intrigued to wanna take Trey Turner as your first pick in the first round. Uh, I'd lean towards it. Now, what I have down on the Phillies is that their best overall player, Bryce Harper, isn't going to be able to play probably till around midseason. And that's hopeful. You know, he had Tommy John surgery. Um, not only is Harper their best player, but he is the most inspirational player. He is, as Reggie Jackson used to say, the straw that stirs the drink in Philadelphia. That team isn't anything without him. In spite of all the other talent that they have, J.T. Realmuto, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, Alec Bohm, Nick Castellanos, they have one of the more dynamic offenses in baseball. You add Turner to the mix, listen, they're only going to go as far as Bryce Harper takes them. And if you're a Phillies fan, I think it is going to be important how good of a start do the Phillies get off to this year. Are they able to stay? Not, And I'm going to say Treadwater. Are they going to go out there and be 10 games over five hundred around the time Harper gets back? Because I think at that point they could explode, and potentially I could see them going out there winning the National League East. If they're in a good enough shape, they get Harper back at the right time, and they kind of jump on his back, I could see the Phillies winning the NL East. If you're looking at moves that they made in the offseason, you heard me talk about Trey Turner, Um, some of the losses, players that are no longer with the Phillies from their World Series run last year. Gene Segura goes to the Marlins. Matt Verling and Nick Maton go to the Detroit Tigers in a trade for Gregory Soto. Kyle Gibson left as a free agent to join the Baltimore Orioles. Brad Hand is no longer with the team. Noah Syndergaard left to join the Dodgers. David Robertson left to join the Mets. They, speaking of the Mets, they brought in Taiwan Walker, who I think was a very good signing for the Phillies. I think the key with him is to stay healthy. He's got amazing stuff. He's got an electric arm. He's got the ability to pitch into the seventh inning every time he grabs the baseball. And I think this is a big pickup for the Phillies. The question's going to be, is he going to be able to stay healthy? He stayed healthy for the past two seasons with the New York Mets. He looked very good. I think you could certainly pencil, pencil him in to be their number three starter. Soto, who I just mentioned, the left-hand pitcher from the Tigers, has a chance to close. But you add him and Craig Kimbrell and Matt Stram. And you really do have a good foundation. This is probably the best Phillies bullpen that we've seen in a handful of seasons. Sir Anthony Dominguez will probably be the closer. Maybe you want to use Kimbrell just because of his familiarity with the position. It's up to the Phillies with how they want this to work out. But the key is is their bullpen is much stronger than it's been in past seasons. I like their bullpen this year better than I like their bullpen last year. Jose Alvarado, the flamethrower and left-hander, as long as he's throwing strikes there are a few people in baseball, whether they're right-handed or left-hand batters, that could even hit them. So I love the Phillies' bullpen. I like the fact that they add Walker to slide after Wheeler and Nola in their rotation. Their number four starter, Ranger Suarez, who just very quietly goes out there and produces. He's not going to get any fanfare. Um, I don't know if an all-star team is in his future. Maybe. You know, Rob Thompson's going to have a chance as the manager this year to pick the uh, reserves when it comes to the All-Star team. But, you know, when they're filling out their rotation, you're probably going to go to guys like Bailey Falter or Christopher Sanchez. If I'm the Phillies, I'm judging exactly how ready Andrew Painter is because I don't think there's a more dynamic arm in that organization. And I think you're talking about a pitcher that once he gets settled in pitching Major League ball, you're probably not taking him out of the rotation. I think he's, he's got the most upside of any Philly prospect since Aaron Nola. And I think his ceiling is higher than what we've seen on Aaron Nola. So if you see Andrew Painter producing for the Phillies at the Major League level this year, next year, just, you know, if you weren't familiar with him and I was the first one to kind of introduce you to him, you know, just just know that I got that type of belief in him. You know, you look at the Phillies' offense, there's going to be two lineups. The one, the lineup with Harper and the lineup without Harper. Unfortunately, the lineup without Harper is going to have to be good enough. It's going to have to be able to compete with the likes of the Braves and the Mets and the NL East. And, I mean, listen, you could hope when Harper gets back, all of a sudden they catch fire. Um, you probably believe that if, you've, if you're a Phillies fan and you followed them last year. They got off to a bad start. Joe Girardi gets fired. All of a sudden, Rob Thompson takes over. Keith Hernandez says they can't catch the ball. And all of a sudden, this is a different Philly team. Can they play at that pace like they did in the second half of last season? Obviously carrying it over into the postseason, beating the Cardinals and the Padres and the Braves to get to the World Series. They they absolutely can. But I don't know if they could rely on having to come from behind. You know, be 7-10 to 10 games under 500 at any point this season, and all of a sudden clicking on. But having Turner at the top of the order, like I said, this is a guy that I think could steal 60 bases this year. Reese Hoskins, J.T. Romuto, Schwarber, Castellanos, Bohm, and you can order it however you want. I mean, Kyle Schwarber let off a lot of times for the Phillies last year. Maybe, hey, maybe bat Schwarber second. What do you do with Hoskins? Is Hoskins really helpful down in the bottom of the order? Maybe his best position is second. It's all for Rob Thompson and the analytics department of the Philadelphia Phillies to figure out. Um, to me, uh, Josh Harrison, Jake Cave, and Scott Kingery I think are very important pieces to take a look at if you're the Phillies. They're going to get the majority at the at-bats, whether it's in the outfield, whether it's at the DH position, whatever. I mean, without Harper playing... You got a chance to DH Schwarber and DH Castellanos, who are certainly better as designated hitters as they are full-time position players. So you got Brandon Marsh playing centered, uh, Bryson Stott at second base, a little bit of Edmundo Sosa, maybe a little bit of Kobe Clemens, who I think also came over in the trade with the Detroit Tigers. Listen, I think if the Phillies could do more than tread water, this is a team to worry about. If, I, if I'm the opponent, I think the Phillies could have a big season. And I think the expectations changed from the Philadelphia Phillies coming into last year when they hadn't made the playoffs in a little while and all of a sudden getting to the World Series this year. Now, if you're in Philadelphia, you're expecting big things. And I, I don't see why he could be that wrong with it. I think this is a good team. This is a well-constructed team. Any team that Dave Dombrowski has his hands on, there's no coincidence that they're always in the mix competing for a World Series championship. I like this Phillies team. You look at some of their prospects. I, I think Painter is going to be a star. This is a guy that I think in a couple of years you're going to look back at this uh, version of the PBS and say, you know what, John Pielli was right. He ain't right on too many things, but he was he was right about Andrew Painter. But take a look at a couple other arms they have in the, the minor leagues. Nick Abel, 130 strikeouts in just over 108 innings last year. Griff McGarry, 130 strikeouts in just over 87 innings last year. And Johan Rojas, a center fielder that may be another year away. I don't know if he's coming up to the majors this year, but is going to be worth consideration. He stole 62 bases in the minor leagues last year. That was the minor leagues that started the rule with the pickoffs and the limiting what the pitchers were able to do. Uh, I think this guy can come up to the major leagues and do the same thing. So I think there is some promise on a farm. When it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, total outlook, what do I expect this year? I can see them winning 91 games, 91 to 71, finishing second place in the National League East, getting back to the playoffs. And listen, if they're catching fire at the right time, if Harper is 100% at that point, I can see the Phillies going pretty deep in the playoffs. Once again, this is the 31 MLB Countdown Previews 2023 version. I'm John Pieli. Uh, If you're interested in any of my content, you can check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and of course on YouTube. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side.